Being thankful did not solve Vladdy Spielman's problems in World War II, but it sure helped him face the horrible circumstances that he endured. 1 Thessalonians 5.18, of course, says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. I have to admit that there are many situations that I find myself in that I am not sure what to do. However, God tells us that in every situation, we can give thanks. In every situation, that's something we can do. A thankful heart may be apparent of all the other virtues, for it's out of a heart of thankfulness that faith can grow. Ingratitude has a way of shooting a hole in the bottom of our faith bucket, doesn't it? Faith just kind of leaks out as we fail to thank God. The hardest arithmetic to master is that which enables us to count our blessings. Barbara Ann Kipfer began keeping a list of her favorite things as a shy teenager. And soon the list just kind of became second nature for her. She found herself adding to the list while she was riding a bus or eating breakfast or even in the middle of the night, she would jot some things down. 20 years and dozens of spiral notebooks later, her list was published as a book titled 14,000 Things to Be Happy About. (laughs) Think of it, each of us could write our own book by listing the things that we are thankful for. And when we write such a thing on our heart, does it not tilt us towards happiness as we learn to be thankful and we recount what God has done? What kind of book are you writing today? Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Tell of all his wondrous works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. The words think and thank actually share the same root reminding us that thanksgiving comes from thinking about our blessings. Helen Keller once said, I have often thought it would be a blessing if each human being were stricken blind and deaf for a few days at some time during his early adult life. It would make him appreciative of sight and the joy of sound. The simple things. Richard Newberger was a U.S. senator from Oregon who died in 1960. And he mentioned that contracting cancer changed him. And I quote, A change came over me which I believe is irreversible. Questions of prestige, of political success, of financial status became all at once unimportant. In their stead has come a new appreciation of things I once took for granted, eating lunch with a friend, scratching my cat's ears and listening for his purr, 
the company of my wife, reading a book or magazine in the quiet cone of my bed lamp at night, raiding the refrigerator for a glass of orange juice or a slice of coffee cake. For the first time, I think I am actually savoring life. I shudder when I remember all the occasions that I spoiled for myself, even when I was in the best of health, by false pride, synthetic values, and fancied slights, unquote. Dave McCarthy said, the man who's forgotten to be thankful has fallen asleep in life. Are you awake? Are you cognizant of of God's goodness and thanking him? Have you ever met a truly spiritual person who does not also have a thankful heart? I haven't. Show me a person who is not grateful, and I will show you a person who is stuck spiritually. Show me a person who's taken for granted relationships and things, who complains often, and I'll show you a person who is not growing spiritually. Do you have a, rep- a problem recounting all of the, uh, the faults of your mate? Do you have a job that you feel like you're, you're stuck in? Are you discontent with the church or other Christians around you recounting how they have hurt you, how they have disappointed you? Did getting together with family this past Thursday remind you why you only want to do that once a year? I would suggest that thankfulness does not solve our problems, but it sure fills your heart to be able to respond with light in life instead of pessimism. Take, for instance, how thankfulness can impact a marriage. Now, my wife is God's perfect person for me, and I'm extremely grateful for her. We don't have a perfect marriage, never have, never will. Those of you that do, we welcome you to go ahead and teach a marriage class on Sunday mornings, all right? We're still growing. We're still learning. Uh, I cannot control what my wife thinks or says or does. When I have tried, that's when I've made quite a mess of things. What I can control are my thoughts, my attitude, my perspective, and my thoughts are the key. Now, if I wanted to make a list of all the things that my wife does that irritates me, I could choose to do that. Don't don't have to write it down. I can just remember it in my head. All the things that she does wrong, all the things that she should have done that I think she should have done and that she didn't do. All the behaviors I find offensive. Those lists for us seem to come natural, don't they, as human beings? There's a verse in 1 Corinthians 6.12 that applies here. It says, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. 
I may feel I have a right to make a list. You may feel you have a right to make a list about others around you, family. could be whoever. And I feel maybe I have a right to spit that back and remind them what they've done wrong, right? But is it helpful? In fact, has it ever helped (laughs) reminding somebody what they did wrong of what they already know? Has that ever helped a situation? No. How about making a different kind of list? How about making a list of what you're thankful for in your spouse or with other family members? That doesn't mean you never confront issues. It doesn't mean you never have the difficult talks. What it means is that your mind and your heart are where they need to be, thankful in all things. You see, having a thankful heart fills your faith bucket to face whatever's before you. And I would suggest that being thankful is primarily a choice. It is not a feeling that overcomes us. Being thankful is a decision that I make about what I am going to think about. Again, Being thankful does not solve our problems, but it puts our hearts in the best place to deal with what we face. Depression, for instance, is a common problem in our culture. Being thankful is not a cure-all for depression, but it puts our mind and our hearts in the best place to deal with depression. From the website Healthline comes this statement about depression. It says, major depression is a mood disorder that affects the way you feel about life in general. Having a hopeless or helpless outlook on your life is the most commonly associated symptom of depression. Other feelings may be worthlessness, self-hate, or inappropriate guilt. Common reoccurring thoughts of depression are vocalized as it's all my fault or what's the point. See, a a depressed state comes in many shapes and sizes. And having several of the signs of depression indicate that we may need some help. For instance, having trouble concentrating, um, extended and frequent fatigue, feelings of worthlessness, extended pessimism or cynicism, restlessness, appetite swings, Losing interest in activities that we once enjoyed. Lack of sleep. Feelings of anxiousness or anxiety. Irritability. Uncontrolled emotions or even thinking a lot about death. Depression is not something that we trifle with. And there can be physical causes that demand a physical solution, and there can be emotional or spiritual causes that demand different approaches, but one size does not fit all. There is not a spiritual fix to get rid of every instance of depression. If someone has a bleeding gash in their leg I'm not going to tell them to read their Bible more or to pray some, you know, victory prayer so they can find healing. 
There are physical solutions to physical problems. And depression can be treated with physical, emotional, or spiritual remedies depending on the root. Having said that, though, the Bible is relevant at all times for us in all seasons. Being thankful will not cure depression any more than it would solve having a rocky relationship or getting a job or any other circumstances that may befall us. However, what being thankful can do is put us in a position so that our minds and hearts are responding in faith to what God has before us. Being thankful feeds our faith with the goodness of God. Being thankful increases our trust in God because we can recount how he worked in the past. A businessman said, people are ingrates. He said, people are ingrates. It took me 61 years to find it out. I have 175 employees, men and women. At Thanksgiving, I sent them 175 choice turkeys. Only four thanked me. Two thanked me by notes, and two said thank you when they chanced to meet me in the hall. Because of their thanklessness, I've decided never to go out of my way to be nice again. Someone has said, if you want to find gratitude, look for it in the dictionary. I think we should say, if you want to find gratitude, look for it in the body of Christ. The Christian has more reasons to be thankful than anyone else on earth. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. Every Christian has these blessings in Christ. 1 Corinthians 15, 57 says, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank him because he gives us, with the power of Christ, victory over sin and death. That's because we are found in Christ. Our lives are a manifestation of Christ living his life through us as believers. But thanks be to God who in Christ always leads us in triumphal procession and through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere, 2 Corinthians 2.14. We can also at all times be thankful for the inheritance that Christ gives us, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. And I could go on and on of all of the blessings that we have in Christ that we can be thankful for in every circumstance. My dear friends, over 150 times, giving thanks is mentioned in the Bible. Uh, It gives us the benefits. It has imperatives or commands to be thankful. 
There are plenty of reasons to be thankful, especially as we consider the beauty and the riches that are found in Jesus Christ. My invitation to you is that being thankful feeds our faith, fills up our hearts with the goodness of God. And with that, we can approach whatever life throws in our way. Check this out. Thank you, God, for trusting me to be his dad. Thank you, Lord, that when a door closes, you're still going to take care of me. And thank you for cheetahs and pickles and families and mommies and daddy. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me that I'm never alone. Thank you, God, for what I have. <laughs> also, I wouldn't mind that Bow our heads. Father, 
May you help us to be a thankful people. Deciding that our hearts will turn towards your goodness. Recognizing the blessings that you have provided. May we choose thankfulness. Would you go before the Lord right now? It's appropriate no matter what the state of our relationships, our financial status, our health, our employment, or lack of. It's always in the will of God that we be thankful. Decide right now that your heart will choose thankfulness. Tell them that now.